Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 13th of July. Yesterday's consumer price inflation data is consistent with a softer economic landing scenario. The pace of inflation is slowing more than is the pace of nominal wage growth, and that is critical to a soft landing scenario. Consumer spending power is being hurt less and less as time goes on, in particular as middle-income consumers face a lower rate of inflation than the headline consumer price data suggests. It's doubtful how much credit the US Federal Reserve can take for all of this. The ending of the 2021 transitory inflation, with durable goods still very much in deflation territory, had nothing to do with anything Powell's Federal Reserve has done. The slowdown in energy prices is something completely beyond the control of the Fed. The high owner's equivalent rent could be blamed on the Fed, but that, of course, is taking inflation in the other direction. The Federal Reserve's Beige Book of Economic Anecdotes supplied some interesting observations on how consumers may be behind part of the slowdown in inflation. The summary noted that some firms were reluctant to raise prices because consumers had become more price sensitive. This is the classic response to profit-led inflation. If consumers stop believing that price increases are fair, companies are faced with damage to their brand reputation if they just carry on expanding margins. That will fairly quickly start to pressure margins and slow inflation. Yesterday's releases could well mark the beginning of the end of profit-led inflation. US producer price inflation data is due for release today. Two points to bear in mind about this. Most companies sell to other companies, so producer price inflation has more to say about corporate pricing power for the equity market than does consumer price inflation. Profit-led inflation is largely a consumer price inflation phenomenon and not a producer price inflation phenomenon. China's June export data weakened further. Imports also fell over the past year. The weaker imports are not perhaps a significant surprise. It's been clear for some time that China's economic recovery from the zero Covid restrictions has been biased towards service sector spending. And service sector spending is not something that requires a lot of imports as a rule. The export data needs some caution and interpretation. The global demand for goods is slowing down. That was inevitable. This is why durable goods prices in the States have been so resolutely in deflation since the end of last year. However, China's first quarter export strength, which fortuitously helped to boost first quarter GDP, may have come at the expense of second quarter export strength, in which case the change in China's export data from the first to the second quarter is perhaps a less reliable indicator of global demand patterns. Other key exporters have been signalling more of a plateauing in global goods demand, although global freight rates do continue to weaken. The United Kingdom did a quick data dump of economic activity data, the monthly GDP numbers, industrial production and the like. With revisions to previous month's data, the picture is of slowing economic activity, but slowing perhaps 
a little bit less than had been expected. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.